0: Welcome back to Podcast Interference, we've obviously had a week off uh, due to me being on holiday um, but we're going to cover off everything that's happened in the two two weeks uh, since the start of the season and uh, we'll look at look at some of the surprises um, I think it's safe to say that there are a few players that already look like there might be league winners that we, we didn't predict would be as phenomenal as they are so far but before we dive into that, Jack, how, how have you found the first two weeks?
1: Yeah, I mean from a from a fantasy perspective, fantastic. Um, doing well in most of my leagues. Um, from an actual football perspective as a Broncos fan, pretty meh.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean I've I've had highs and I've had lows as a Vikings fan and then this week was definitely a low. Um, <laughs> I woke up at around five o'clock in the morning and thought, Oh I'll watch watch it and yeah. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't have bothered. You were disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it was nice to see Jalen Hurts do well, which I guess is uh, is the most yeah, we'll important win. thing. <laughs> so, just to cover off everything, we've decided we're going to go through uh, through the list of, of, of every team in the NFL. We'll we'll discuss how they've been doing uh, over the past couple of weeks, and we'll uh, maybe maybe have a think about the the matchup for next week and uh, and see what we think to that as well. So, given Given that the beginning is the best place to start, I guess we begin with the letter A and we'll go with the Arizona Cardinals as our first team to have a bit of an inspection on. And just before we go into anything, I think we just need a moment to respect and appreciate how good Kyler Murray
1: is as a QB. Uh, yeah, I mean, last game, first game aside, yeah, the last game he really um, like showed up. That's why he obviously thinks he deserves the big money. Um, there was three or four plays that game, which I'm sure everyone who's listening has seen now. You know, 15 second-plus plays, extending the play, finding his man or, or sort of doing it with his legs himself. He is, he is absolutely electric. Um, I must admit, up until the fourth quarter in that game, I was a bit like, my God, what is he doing? You know, we, we both had him in our top six, I believe, and he just wasn't performing to that that standard uh, through the first six quarters of the season but he has yeah hopefully that's the kickstart of his season and I I think it will be yeah yeah I I think you know he
0: had a decent showing in week one um with you know 20.6 points and then on again to to, to just show 26 points this week so he's yeah I mean I think the thing with Kyler is he's just he is a good player take fancy out of it he's just a good player and I think um you know his his twenty one second long play uh, so <laughs> just to ridiculous. somehow get the the overtime and and then win was just absolutely phenomenal and it's you know you need a special player to come forward and get you through those kind of occasions and and he is he is that he is the number nine overall fantasy player so far this year um, so you know he's he's doing pretty well he's the number eight QB um, so he's not quite reaching our lofty expectations just yet but he's not far off. And um, yeah, I mean he's 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 got a bit of a weird one this year. Obviously we've got um, DeAndre Hopkins not playing. Um, yeah. He's he's got Marquise Brown as his new new primary target, I guess. But you know it's still a fairly thin offense from a wide receiver point of view. But he's still been able to put up some decent yardage, uh, especially last last game. You know that was two hundred and seventy seven yards. So you know he's still playing fairly well, but. Uh, I think when he gets, you know, his his primary weapon back, he, he
1: can only improve surely at that point. Yeah, completely agree. Um, he's done a pretty good job of spreading the ball around these first two weeks. You know, Zach Ertz has been involved. Um, he's got what ten catches through the first two weeks. As is Marquise Brown, and a touchdown. Uh, what's his name Greg Dortch as well? Yes, yes. Um, came out of nowhere, four catches and a touchdown as well. Uh, AJ Green, um, you, you almost forget about him because he was such a good receiver a few years ago, but uh, he is still there as well. So if, if he's playing this well now, getting arguably a top three receiver back with Hopkins, then yes, I think he, he should kick on and fight back into that top five. Yeah, definitely.
0: I guess... Moving over quickly to the running back position, obviously James Connor is the primary mm-hmm. back there, but he's he did okay in the yeah. first week, fifteen point five, but just the seven points this week. Uh, given you know he's had a bit of a, I think he had an ankle
1: injury that that held he him did. out the majority of the game. So yeah, he's yeah. not been. I know, I mean, I don't think we expect him to be as good as last year, um, but yeah, he hasn't. The yardage is a concern. I guess he's only had. I know the injury, but he's only had seventeen carries through the first two weeks. He's had seven catches as well, I guess. Um, But that is that was always the concern with Connor. Even you know, in years past, it was always the injury risk, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, he was uh, quite beautifully described as
0: being made of glass. Which uh, (laughs) you know, it's. I mean, he's the number twenty-five running back in PPR. Um, So he's you know he's an RB RB two territory, I guess RB three at the minute he might he might do better. him being held out of the game uh, for for a portion of uh, the last game is obviously going to impact his score. So yeah. I guess we just have to see if he bounces back bounces back. I don't really fancy his chances too much this week though. So the the Cardinals are playing the Rams um who who are a fairly tough defense uh on the, on their worst days. So um
1: yeah, it's yeah. going to be a tough one for all of the the Cardinals I think this week. Yeah, that will be a tough matchup. Um, the Rams obviously looked offensively looked very good, um, and yeah, with Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, uh, I would imagine that'd be quite a high-scoring game. So that the Cardinals probably don't run the ball too much in that one. I would imagine so. I can't expect if he does get the touches back, I can't expect the volume to be too high for Connor next week.
0: Yeah, same. Uh, any any further discussions on the old cards, or should we move on
1: to the Falcons? No, I think that's a perfect summary. Yeah, Murray, fantastic, fancy player. He, even when he has, you know, even when the team, shall we say, has looked a bit dodgy.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Great stuff. We'll move on to Atlanta then, and uh, I guess if we have a look at the man, the man in the middle of the uh, the offense, I suppose at the minute is Marcus Mariota, who is the fourteenth QB uh, in scoring terms. So technically, he's a high QB two um, as of the moment. Um, but he's he struggled uh, in in the game. Uh, I guess he's he's not. You know he's got 196 yards last game, 215 game before. Two touchdowns and two interceptions across the two. Well, two touchdowns and two interceptions in the last game. He didn't he didn't even get touchdown or interception before, uh, aside from his rushing touchdown uh, in the first game. So um, yeah, I mean his, le- his legs are where he benefits most. Mm. I think he had 72 yards in the first game. Um, which you know is, is pretty damn good and just sixteen in the last game, but he's not. He's not really generating too much excitement, I guess. Uh, he's propped up Drake London fairly well. London has yeah. been doing pretty damn well. Fantastic actually. through two weeks. Uh, 40, number fourteen in PPR on the wide receiver listing there. Yeah. with uh, thirteen 20, receptions yeah. through two weeks. Yeah, crazy. Um, and that's that's uh, that's with twenty-one targets, which bugs yeah. well massive. For him. Which is which is really really good, um, but uh, but Kyle Pitts is not yeah. not doing anywhere near as well as we thought he would be.
1: Uh, yeah, Pitts for me is the uh, it, it, yeah is the outlier on the team. He's yeah through two weeks having well, watched both games, it's it's not looking good for Pitts, which is a shame because we I did think he would have quite a good season. Um, as we mentioned in previous episodes, Mariota obviously usually does. You know he's a fan of the tight end, and Pitts is a fantastic player. Um, hopefully this is just an outlier um, but I think the thing to probably consider with this is I'm, I'm assuming I mean I'm not sure what your thoughts are but or I don't think will play all 17 games
0: no I think Ridder's going to take over at some point at some it's, point it's, yeah it's, it's got to happen I think um, is not he's just not, not good bad, enough anymore he's not, he's not good enough as you say yeah, interesting with Carl Pitts is he's had two catches in each of his games for nineteen yards in each of his games. So a three point yes, score there. <laughs> um yeah, I think I think while other Mariotta's there, it's, it seems like Drake London is his favourite target uh, by some stretch. Um so it's yeah, that's not great news, especially because a lot of people were taking Carl Pitts quite highly in drafts. You know, he was in the Very same highly. conversation as Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews, which you know, I think was ambitious at the best of times, but the way things are going so far, it's really yeah. shown that you know that the former two uh, titans there are the ones to have chosen definitely. <laughs> um, and then the, I suppose if we look at running back, we've got Cordarrelle Patterson. Love the he guy. Did incredibly well week one. He's got twenty three point six points. So that was on a hundred and twenty rushing yards, a touchdown, uh, three receptions for sixteen yards as well. Uh, which which is a really good outing. However, uh, against the Rams, uh, he only managed to put up a, a meagre four point one points there, which was a, a f- essentially forty one yards rushing, um, and that was that was with you know ten attempts, so four point one yards per carry, which isn't too bad, but not amazing, not amazing. But in spite of that, he is still number seventeen uh, on yeah. on the running back rankings in PPR. And if you've got him in a regular league, he's even better. He's up at number eleven. Um, so yeah, he's 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 that Swiss Army knife, isn't he? But I, I I
1: wouldn't be surprised if we see more lower scores this year from him. Yeah, that's the trouble. It's he's a fantastic weapon, uh, but it it is just by the looks of it a, a bad offense and a and a very bad team is the trouble. Um, he, he will have some games I think against against weaker defenses where he's just able to get in some open space. Um, the twenty two carries, weak one is obviously a great sign. The game script sort of flipped away from him um, against the uh, against the Rams because they went behind so many points. Um, so yeah, I think I mean if he's at seventeen now, I think that's probably roughly where I'd expect him to finish. Um, so I think he will have good games, but it, he's going to be very hit or miss Patterson this year.
0: Yeah, I mean sometimes having the high ceiling, low floor option isn't a bad thing. Uh, you can always no. hope that they're going to hit that high ceiling, So. But yeah, it'll be frustrating if you end up losing your week because he's only racking up a couple of points instead of, uh, you know, more than 20. <laughs> um, looking on to next week, then, we've got Seahawks as the as the opponents for the Falcons next week. Uh, so an easier opponent, I would I would suggest, than, than the Rams. But the Seahawks haven't been doing too badly, uh, all things considered, so they might put up a bit of a fight.
1: Yeah, it's it's an interesting matchup. I think it's certainly a, a winna, winnable game for the Falcons. Um, the Seahawks obviously beat my Russell Wilson led Broncos, which we won't dwell too much on. <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, defensively they've been pretty solid. Um, even if I think I think week one for for Geno Smith was probably a one off, as we'll get to. But I think defensively they're solid. Um, so I would imagine that's probably quite a low-scoring game. Um, not too exciting for fantasy p- purposes, to be honest, in that one. But the Falcons, you know, the Falcons could win that one. Definitely
0: could. Okie dokie. So we we started with the cards and the Falcons, which has been been all well and good. But we hit the Buffalo Bills now, and by God, oh, yeah. it's uh, it's been exciting for them. So they they burst out of the season against the Super Bowl champions, first week, first game, and they absolutely. Doing an incredible job there, win, win fairly comfortably. Move on to Tennessee and win beyond comfortably. Allen sat out of the end of the game. They were <laughs> that far ahead. Um, we can't discuss anyone before we discuss uh, Josh Allen, so we might as well talk about the number one overall scoring player in fantasy this year, uh, Mr. Allen himself, with a thirty-two and a thirty-point performance across two weeks. I mean, yeah,
1: he's, he's been ridiculous through two weeks. Um, uh, you know, passing the ball, he's seven touchdowns, two picks, over 600 yards, his quarterback rating's 123. Plus you had, obviously, the rushing touchdown and the yards in the first game. He is he's certainly my favourite for MVP. Uh, we both have had him as our QB one to start the year. Um, and with the team, the offence and the defence as well looking so good, I, you know, I've seen nothing through through two weeks, that doesn't lead me to believe that he will finish as the best fancy player in football this year. Yeah, more than likely. And I mean the way he's going is he's helping to prop up a lot of
0: the members other members of his team. So we had Gabe Davis with a with a great performance in week one. We did. Which I'm really happy about. Um and you know it was good to see him him doing well. So that was eighty eight yards on just four receptions and a touchdown, but 18.8 fantasy points there. But the main guy oh, that you want on this Diggs. offense is Stefan Diggs. My four lord. Four touchdowns. Uh, we've got 122 yards uh, on eight catches for week one. We've got 12 catches and 148 for week two, with the three touchdowns week two and the one in week one. So we've got 28 points and 46 points, respectively, uh, fantasy wise. So he is the number 1 uh, wide receiver in both standard and ppr scoring leagues he's the number 7 overall player uh this year um, and that's that's up with with quarterbacks you know who do produce the big numbers usually so Stefan diggs currently is the you know he's, that's he's a great man, to, to say he was going in the sort of second third rounds you know he's he's put into shame the likes of uh, jefferson chase and cup really uh by by being as high as he is um, I won't say that the the latter three might not you know they probably will take over at some point in the future, but with the way that the Bills are playing now, given that they've been playing two two fairly tough opponents, especially against the Rams, yeah, being not very not walkovers, yeah. You've got to you've got to respect it, and you and you draw uh, a good a good point there with regard to the defense. The Bills' defense has been doing exceptionally well. I think twenty points if you play in uh, defense leagues with defenders. 20 points they put up uh, yesterday, which is, you know, not too bad either. So, absolutely fantastic. The only area, really, that, that <laughs> they're always a little bit disappointed This is in my is, notes. Is just yeah. It's just run
1: back. It's just, you honestly can't, you don't want any part of the backfield. And it, it's not to say that they're bad players, you know, I, I don't hate single three. Um, James Cook doesn't look, look a, a bad young prospect, but... Josh Allen takes so much of that offense, um, and it's a bit of a backfield by a committee. You just want no part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the running backs have, I believe, no touchdowns through the first two
0: weeks. Not that I'm aware of. James um, Cook had a had a little flash in the last game. I think he got 22 yards, and he looked like his brother. He, uh, you know, he had that nimble sort of athleticism where he was just weaving through and and just making sure that he was using his, his frame to his best a bit of his ability. But yeah, I don't I don't know of anyone who's scored a touchdown for them. No, no. No, no rushing touchdowns as far as I'm aware, unless Alan himself has got one. Which And that's the Yes he has. Alan has got yeah. a rushing touchdown.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. Once you get inside once you get inside the ten yard line with the Bills, Allen Alan is their best running back. That's that's the issue. So unless one of them rips a big run. It's probably going to stay like that for the rest of the season. So as amazing as this team is, definitely everyone needs no part of the running backs. <laughs> exactly. Um, and they're playing Miami next week. So
0: Miami gave up a fair few points to the, uh, to the Ravens, um, but they also put up a lot of points. I think it's going to be another high scorer.
1: Yeah, well, well, yeah. We need to talk about Miami. I'm, st- I'm still not sold on two as good as they did. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that will be certainly high score, and the Bills' defense will be a, a little bit more tested, I think. Um, but yeah, the the Dolphins' defense gave up a lot of big runs to Lamar, um, and a lot of big, a lot of big plays as well. So a single seventy-five
0: yeah. yard run, in fact, which. Uh... Which I was very happy about, um, given that I've got Lamar in another one of my leagues. That was that was pretty incredible. But, yeah, it... yeah. We'll 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 get onto Miami. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they will be coming up soon. Um, speaking of the Ravens, we'll we'll move on to Baltimore.
1: So Lamar Jackson doing pretty damn well. Yeah, like Lamar has been has been pretty fantastic through the first two weeks. Uh, last game in particular, I mean, you, you can't put any of the last game on him. I don't think the, the the defense was just atrocious. It just fell apart in that fourth quarter. It really did. Um, but last game, he put what three hundred yards passing and hundred yards on the ground, four combined touchdowns. It's an absolutely insane performance. Crazy. Yeah. Even even just you know, obviously they lost, which sucks. But for fantasy purposes, we don't really care. Week one, pretty solid game as well. And not so much on the ground, but two hundred yards and three touchdowns through the air. So Lamar has looked excellent, um, and really the only reason they're not two and zero is is the the dreadful defense in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it's it's a shame really because I think as, as you
0: mentioned, Lamar was doing everything right. You know, he's put up a lot of a lot of points okay. offensively. Almost single-handedly, in some senses, yeah, um, very much so. <laughs> but yeah, he's you know he's he is the primary running back again. Uh, I guess at, at, uh, over there we've J.K. Dobbins still still not quite ready to come back. Still might not be back week three, which is which is a bit of a worry because even if he does return, who knows whether he's going to be uh, anything like he was towards the end of his his rookie season. Which yeah. is a bit of a worry, um, because I do like Dobbins, um, and I think he's, he's he's a good player, but the fact that they're still holding him out, I just hope that they're waiting until he's absolutely 100 percent ready, rather than yeah, I really hope uh, you so. know rushing him back. I guess you know if they've got the, his best interests at heart, that's that's what we need. But you know we've got Rashad Bateman who's been playing fairly well.
1: Um, I wanted to talk about Bateman. Yeah, he's you know only six catches but averaging 28 yards a catch and he has two touchdowns, one of 75 yards and the other of 55. So like he is, if he can keep making these big plays and Lamar can keep finding him, then I, I think he'll have a, a very good year, Bateman. I, I really like what I've seen through two weeks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's, he's been doing, he's been doing very well. Um, and you know, he's, he is the main option, I guess. So he's good. He's living up to that. To that standard, I suppose the his main competition really isn't the wide receiver. Rather, it is Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews. Who's kind of, who is the target hog on that offense. You know, he's he's been targeted eighteen times across the two games with uh, fourteen receptions and a combined one hundred and fifty-six yards uh, and a touchdown. And he is the he's the number two tight end at the minute um in both standard and PPR scoring. But it's going to be a big old battle. Uh, battle for that number one tight end spot anyway, well, but yeah, he's, he's living up to his expectations. But while ever you have Lamar as a, you know, as such a nimble, uh, fast, QB, while it's good to have that outlet to pass with Lamar's hmm. true true abilities do kind of shine when he's he's on the ground. So I personally am hoping to see that he's he's going to be fulfilling that little running back pseudo running back position a little bit more uh, as the weeks go by, but. I can't believe it. Forty-four point six two points. Absolutely massive. just insane. Um, any any other part of the uh, of the offense to discuss? I suppose we've discussed most of the main ones. Kenyon Drake, maybe who I guess has been acting as the QB as the RB one. Sorry,
1: hasn't really done anything. No, no, he hasn't. No, I've, I remember seeing the news that he'd sort of started playing a bit more for them, and then yeah, but he hasn't. He hasn't really done much. I can't see me. Unless you're in a ridiculously deep league, I don't really want any part of that, to be honest. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm with you on that
0: one. It's, yeah, not great. Um, but yeah, they're they're playing New England next week, so it's you know, despite the fact that New England's offense leaves a lot to be desired, uh, New England's the defense is pretty stout, pretty damn good. Yeah. So I can
1: see, I can see them. Being a bit of a tough opponent, potentially, for, for the I Ravens. I completely agree. I think I think the Ravens will win, but I think it'll be one of those sort of gritty, gritty performances. I agree. Excellent. We'll
0: move on, then, to the Carolina Panthers. So we've got Baker Mayfield <laughs> in the centre, uh, new new for the year. Uh, uh, he's he's, he's been dreadful. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's not done well, has he? Uh, he's, he's put up a... Yeah. Low low QB two high high QB three kind of level performance so far I guess, fifteen points in the first week 12, uh, 12 in the second just the two just the two passing touchdowns but he did get one rushing touchdown so, yeah I mean it's a new offense for him I'm willing to give him some time but you know he's he's not done too phenomenally well and when you've got the kind of likes of you know Christian McCaffrey. Is an outlet. You want to be. You want to be generating some more points. McCaffrey himself has missed his ta- his projected target for two weeks in a row. Now he's not been able to get anything more than seventeen point eight, which is a bit of a surprise.
1: Uh, yeah, McCaffrey's certainly not been as as good as I'd hoped, um, and I think that sort of ties into. The Panthers themselves haven't been playing too great. Obviously, the Week One loss in the revenge game against the Browns was a bit was a bit of a killer, um, yeah. especially for Baker personally. You know, McCaffrey only had thirty yards on the ground. He managed to get in the end zone, which propped his numbers up. Um, over a hundred yards rushing against the Giants uh, on only fifteen carries. So hopefully, that's more of things to come. Uh, and I do think if the Panthers start winning, that will directly correlate with how many touches CMC gets. So hopefully, um, as we see the Panthers get some wins on the board, I think McCaffrey probably will put in some you know 20-plus point performances, I think. But Baker has to be better. Yeah, he needs to be. I mean, Robbie Anderson
0: had a bit of a flash in week one. He got 23 points altogether. Um, 102 yards on five, uh, five receptions and a touchdown, which was pretty damn good. But th- there isn't really anything to be desired by his performance in week two where he only got three catches for 32 yards and he didn't get touchdowns so you know, you'd know, you expect dj Moore to be the primary receiver but he's only got six total catches so it's you know it's not not great not great um i think we're just gonna have to see how things how things progress for for baker as things go on i guess a lot yeah. hinges on what what mayfield decides to do and um you know, McCaffrey operates pretty well when he's having the ball passed to him um, as well as... Yeah, they've got to get over. So more catches. Ne- Yeah, he needs to get more involved. I mean, he's had five targets in each game, which isn't bad. Um, but, yeah, it, the Panthers do need to improve and they need to improve rapidly, I think, if they're going to be do anything. anywhere near where <laughs> they want to be this year. And they play New England uh, next week, so, you know, it's going to be New Orleans. Be another, sorry, New Orleans.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, tough matchup that the Saints' yeah. defense is. The Saints' defense is very good still. Um, obviously, the Saints will want to improve as well after that. Obviously, nightmare loss to the Bucks in which there was loads of fights and stuff. So, <laughs> I, think oh, yeah. ge- I think they'll be pretty. I think they'll be pretty up for this one. So yeah, that's not a great matchup for the Panthers. I don't think, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I agree. I guess. The ball is going to get thrown around a lot though by uh, oh. by Winston so maybe maybe there'll be a few turnovers there that give give them the <laughs> chance to get the ball in <laughs> in nice positions so we'll see but yeah I think the the Panthers are, are one to keep an eye on to see whether they improve somewhat um, as as time goes by I guess. Um great stuff. So then we move on to the Bengals Cincinnati which
1: Ooh, it's god. Yeah, it's the Bengals it's, haven't done um, as well as I expected really. Uh, no, um, and I'm not ready to like even at the beginning of the season. I think we we both said we'd be shocked if they got back to the Super Bowl, but like on two versus the Steelers and the 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 Daklas Cowboys <laughs> is 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 pretty poor. Um, Burrow needs to play better. You know the the four turnovers week one, and then the sub par performance week two is is very poor. And obviously, it's had a direct impact on, you know, Jamar Chase, who had a decent week one, but only five catches for 50 yards week two. Um, T Higgins popped a decent performance, but obviously, he also had a little injury scare week one. And then Joe Mixon hasn't really done much. He's, what, 80 yards the first game, but that was on 27 carries. The receptions there, he's just, obviously, he's just not found the end zone yet, so... I'm I'm not ready to write any of the Bengals off. I think they will improve. Um they're too good a, a and talented a team not to, but yes, it is a little concerning through two weeks. It needs to be a drastic turnaround for them and quick. Yeah, I mean they have the weapons
0: and, and the and we know they what do. they're capable of. They got all the way to the the end. They just didn't quite make it, you know, to the actual title itself last year. So so we do know that what they're capable of. I think mm-hmm. there is probably a level of um maybe feeling somewhat invulnerable coming into this season having having got yeah. to where they got to last season they might be a bit of hubris there and they might think they're unstoppable and these first two games have been uh, a wake-up call Pittsburgh obviously having you know Mitch Trubisky as their main QB yeah. after the loss of uh, Ben Roethlisberger you would go into that as the Bengals team just coming off, yes a Super Bowl loss but a Super Bowl appearance and you would think that that would be a walk in the park clearly it wasn't and again they they probably walked in with the same mentality to Dallas where you know Dak Prescott's not there you've got Rush uh, someone that I've yeah. not heard of before this year <laughs> so you know it's it's it it's, might just be a bit of that it might just be a bit of Joe Burrow feeling like he's he's I, too good for this uh,
1: but he's not he needs to no. he needs to be consistent although I will say one glaring issue and the stat popped up when I was watching the games the other day is um, he, he's been sacked three plus times in seven straight games, Oof. which is which is a bit of a concern. Yeah. Um, especially when obviously he had the the injury year one. Uh, whether that's just bad offensive line play or he's or he's holding on onto the ball too long, but yeah, that's that's obviously not fantasy related, but that is a that's a, that is a big issue that needs saw And if they're gonna do any better, yeah, no, I agree. Uh,
0: and they've got they've got the Jets next week. Easy, so- easy dub. Well, you would say so. You would
1: say so normally, but... I it has know. to be, surely. No, Joe Flacco can't get, do it two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, true. True.
0: So, I guess we'll see how things go, but given the way the Bengals are playing, I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, if they lost another one. But they need a bounce-back game, and if there is a game to bounce back, it's against the Jets. It's a good opponent, yeah. Great stuff. Uh, Cleveland Browns
1: next. Um... I don't I don't think there's much to discuss. Really, they should be two and oh. Obviously, I guess their their goal throughout the season should have been to get as many wins as possible. Before Deshaun gets back, I assume. Um, so this was the, the loss to the Jets was was a bad one. Um, one bright spot. Um, I've got him in several leagues. Is Nick Chubb. Yes. You know, seventeen for eighty seven and three touchdowns, and then in week one he didn't get in the end zone, but he did have a hundred and forty yards rushing. Uh, Chubb's been fantastic um and Kareem Hunt um not so much week 2 but week 1 was also fantastic um the running game's always been a strength of Cleveland's um and that obviously continues when they're playing you know Jacoby Brissetta quarterback um one thing i hope continues is Amari Cooper did did really get get his game together week 2 um Week one, he was only three receptions for seventeen yards. Uh, week two, nine for one one and a touchdown. So hopefully that kicks on because he he is someone that I think can be can be good this year.
0: Yeah, hopefully. I mean, he's he's getting a little bit more involved in the passing game as well. This chub, um, you know, he is. Yes, yeah. last, last year I'm just looking at his stats. He was uh, two receptions week one, one reception week two, then another reception week four, reception week five. And he didn't get another reception until week eight and it was just the one. Whereas this year, you know, last game that he played, three targets, three, three receptions. Targets, yeah. It's not a huge increase, but that's three points. You know, in three points isn't to be sniffed at. So he is the number one R B in standard scoring and PPR leagues. And he's the number ten overall. Um fancy asset in standard and number fourteen in PPR. So yeah, Chubb is Chubb is doing very well so far. Um but I guess the Browns do have that reliance on the running back now, uh, with with Brissett being the the QB. Yeah. But even with Brissett uh, standing in there at, at, at the QB spot, um, Amari Cooper popped off this week uh, with with nine receptions yeah. on 101, 101 yards and a touchdown, uh, which is which is really good. Um, so it seems like the confidence is is building a little bit there with Brissett. Perhaps I, I mean he's he's never going to be. He's never no, it's going not to be the the <laughs> no, it's a long term option that you want. But it
1: seems to be a good enough offense that the pieces like Chubb and Hunt and Cooper hopefully can still be very very relevant, which is nice to see.
0: Yeah, definitely. So the Browns, yeah, they're they're doing all right. They're doing pretty well, all things considered, I would say. <laughs> and and they're playing Pittsburgh uh, next week, so that's another another team with a bit of a shaky QB situation.
1: Yeah, I think. I mean, as a matchup, I think that'll be a very gritty classic AFC North matchup. I think if I was to, like, we've just talked about them, but I think Chubb and Hunt, I think, will be will be massive in this game. Um, I think Trubisky and Brissett will all must be not nullified, but both teams are pretty decent. Well, pretty decent defenses. Browns have got good edge rushes, so I think the run game will be will be massive. Yeah,
0: definitely. Excellent. Okay, so we'll move on again um, to. Oh, I almost missed. I'm, I almost missed them. The Bears. Um, the Bears
1: are next. Oh God. Um, where to start with the Bears? I guess. Um, obviously they got the, got the week one win in that horrible, horrible waterlogged game yes. uh, against against the 49ers. Um, they won. Even in that game, Justin Fields looked p- pretty poor. You know, he only passed for hundred and twenty yards. He made a couple of nice plays where he managed to sort of lose the, lose the rushes um, and hit and hit a wider open receiver, which most quarterbacks should be able to do. Uh, week two, obviously, came crashing back down. Uh, they never have a good track record against against Aaron Rodgers. Um, but you know, seventy yards and a pick, it, it's just never going to get it done. Um, personally, I think he's he's not got too much long left in this league. Um I haven't seen anything out of him. Um I guess the one bright spot through through two weeks for me is, is Montgomery's not been not been too bad. Uh, 15 carries for 122 yards in the loss to the Packers which was nice and he's you know five catches so far throughout the season so any offense I think's got to go through Montgomery because it's it's not coming through the pass game. Yeah, I mean I, I want
0: no part of this, this offense. Darnell Mooney has been uh, looked at as kind of a sneaky, almost clever pick to have made, um, you know, given how low he was going in drafts, but he's really not lived up to any kind of hype that that he had in the yeah, preseason. He's, he's been dreadful. You know, he's, yeah. he's what's it, two receptions so far, uh, for a combined four yards. He had eight yards in the first week and minus four <laughs> yards it's four in the second. Oh. So, um, just yeah, disappointing, it's disappointing, just disappointing. Very. But I mean, Mooney himself, he's still young. You know, he's not been playing very long. There's there's no kind of veteran, uh, main veteran or established wide receiver in that offense to really galvanize the players. I and mean, it's not just on the field, it's off the field as well. You know, if you've got a big presence, yeah. Uh, you know, like, like how I imagine Adam Thielen is to Justin Jefferson, you've got somebody mm. who's been there, done that who you yeah. can kind of go to as a, as a bit to. of a mentor. Yeah. But, like, Mooney doesn't have that. You know, the, no. the guy playing opposite him is Equinemius St. Brown, who, you know, did all right in the first week only because he caught his single target for a single touchdown. Um, you know, there's, there's no...
1: They're, yeah, they've got they've got no one.
0: Yeah, it's it's just a sad state of affairs. I mean, their veteran really is is Montgomery himself, and he's yeah. not that old. You know, he's not been around that long.
1: So no, he's 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 only twenty five. You, you can tell um, that the Bears are almost looking for other options. They they didn't surround Fields with with any help whatsoever um, in the draft. So yeah, it's. Not a good season for the Bears, and yeah, like you said, I'd, from a fantasy perspective, I I want really no part of any of this team except maybe Montgomery if I you know if he fell low enough or I have him anyway. Yeah, I think
0: Mon- Montgomery is just good by virtue of the fact that he is their offense. <laughs> like, yes, <Yeah. laughs> you, you just choose Montgomery and no one else. But yeah, Fields has not been not been doing well, not living up to expectation whatsoever. Um, so moving on to from one. Sorry, state of affairs to another. I guess we move on to the, the Dallas Cowboys, who who've lost Dak uh, over the first two, well, in the first game, which is a huge, huge loss because he is a fantastic quarterback. I think at least, I yeah, know, a few no, people I'm... would dispute that, but he is great. And but without him, they they're not they're not doing too well. But then again, they won last week, so
1: yeah, yeah. I, I think they did win. Uh, Rush wasn't Rush wasn't bad. Um, but like if the Bengals even play sixty five percent of their best, they win that game. So I, I don't think we should get too overhyped. Um, with the Cowboys winning last game, I think without Dak, realistically, they're going nowhere. Um, I believe Jerry Jones said he could be back in as little as four weeks. Um, but having seen other reports, I think it probably could be longer. Um, with that said, the run game's been pretty nothingy. Uh, Zeke's looked still pretty slow he's a shadow um, of his former self isn't he like Pollard when he does get touches does just look a step quicker although he's not really done much either first game he was 6 attempts for 8 yards next game he only had 9 carries he did get in the end zone which propped his numbers a bit but yeah the the run game's not been good it's obviously had a knock on effect on CD Lamy, he's not found the end zone yet um, he does have 9 catches the one standout, I guess, again, the Bengals game was Noah Brown, um, who had five for 91 and a touchdown. But I, I don't think, again, I don't think that's probably a long-term option. I think with, without Dak, they're just not a very good team is the issue.
0: Yeah, uh, that's the top and bottom of it, I guess, because you, you have players like C.D. Lamb who have been drafted really highly, who, you know, week one left a lot to be desired, week two, he did okay. But, you know, no touchdowns there, Um you know, you you've got to be worried, given how highly he's drafted. Um, I know I am. <laughs> as to the returns that you're going to get, so yeah, it's it's just a shame. But is there a timeline on Prescott's return? Is is it something like um, five weeks? Potentially, he could be back as soon, yeah, he could be back as soon as week four. Which you know, if he can be, that'll be huge, absolutely huge, and it'll transform them as well. Um, so the the Cowboys are playing the the New York Giants next week. Uh, what do you think to
1: that matchup? Um, I mean, obviously divisional matchup. The Giants somehow are two and zero. Saquon Barkley, my friend. Which yeah, well, well, there's still plenty of season to go. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, again, that's a. If, if Dak misses a game, another game, this one, that's 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 probably you've got to say one. Cooper Rush can probably go in there and win. Um, I know the Giants are two and zero, but they're they're still not fantastic. Let's be clear. Um, so I think yeah, I think that's a that's a winnable game. But until Dak gets back, I'm I'm not really convinced by any of the the fantasy options on the Cowboys. Unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm with you on that
0: one. Poor old Cowboys. Um, next up, then, we've got we've got your boys. We've got the
1: Denver Broncos. Yeah, we've got the Broncos, have we? I mean, what to say. Um, dreadful coaching has, has cost us several, several points. Um, Wilson, pretty solid week, week one. Um, over 300 yards, touchdown, looked pretty good. Week two, he, he wasn't helped by the play calling, but, yeah, he, he wasn't great. Yeah. Um, Fantasy wise, Cortland Sutton, I think,'s been very good. Um, four for seventy-two in the first game, seven for one twenty-two in the second game. Um, he will start finding the end zone. There's no way we can be this bad all year in the red zone. We are dead last in red zone offense. Um, which isn't great. The one bright spot, even though he's I think he's the R B fourteen at the minute, is Javante. Um, I saw a stat earlier that if he'd have scored on his two goal line carries, he would be the RB one or two, I believe it was. Um, but again, in the red zone, we've just been atrocious. Um, the big thing for Javon is he's already had twelve receptions, which is just is is a massive amount in PPR leagues. If he is going to be the RB one, and he's going to get that volume in the pass game as well, then I think I think he does go from strength to strength this year.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good, uh, good assessment. I do like Javante. I think uh, he's a, he's a great player, and I think I know you went you went above and beyond to acquire him in Dynasty for for that kind of reason. But I, I just think the Broncos have got to just they've got to click more, haven't they? There's got to be more yeah, more kind of chemistry, and, and that'll come with time. Russell Wilson's still brand new, and again, I think there's kind of that that hubris uh, of of him coming in as a as a veteran. QB. I think there was almost an expectation that he just takes yeah. it like a duck to water, and it's it's not like that. You've got to build those relationships, and yeah, it doesn't come big. overnight. But I can see him improving definitely as the year goes on. I'm definitely not out on him. I know a few people are sort of saying,
1: you know, picking Wilson has been the biggest mistake that they've made. In yeah, the draft. that's and I think that's just dramatic. that is way too far. Like we were, you know, as a Broncos fan, I'll remember we were we were very bad for the first several weeks, even when Peyton Manning was here. So it is. It's just a chemistry thing. The coaching does need to get better, um, but the likes of Wilson, Javante, Sutton, I think, long term will be will be absolutely fine.
0: Yeah, great stuff. And uh, San Francisco is the opponent next week.
1: Yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough matchup. I really would have would have liked someone easier because their their defense is is very good. Um, obviously, new change of quarterback for them as well, which will which I guess we'll discuss when we talk about them. Um but yeah, unfortunately that is a tough matchup. I think I think we will win this one. Um but I think unfortunately for Broncos fantasy owners, I think it will probably be another grindy win like the Texans win, I think, where not much happens points wise. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. Um okay, next up
0: Detroit Lions. They've they've been a bit of a revelation.
1: Yeah, I must admit, I'm 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 very, very impressed. And it's a team I'm starting to love. Um, obviously Dan Campbell head coach I'm sure you love him as well like his, his post locker room speeches his the way he gets his team fired up is is fantastic um, through two weeks offensively in particular that they've been incredible uh, Goff's looked good Amonra St Brown has been off the charts um, and then obviously you've got the likes of Swift in the backfield as well, who's been amazing. So offensively, I, I, give me it all, which I never thought I'd say. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty crazy. It's isn't it? it's <laughs> really strange. <laughs> They've just scored so many points. It's mental.
0: Yeah, I mean, even when you're looking at kind of backups like Jamal Williams, is still yeah. doing well. He's already found the end zone twice. It's ludicrous. It is crazy. I mean, I, I do wish that it was Swift who had found the end zone twice. Instead. Oh, bully. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get over it. I'll get over it. He's still playing well. He's still getting plenty of opportunities. And Armand Rassent-Brown is the legendary wide receiver of the year. I mean, he's a league winner, I think. And I'm going to say that now. I think if you've drafted Armand Rassent-Brown at his ADP, you Yeah, you, you, you definitely are. get into the final. Oh, okay. yeah. If not, the playoffs definitely um, it's he's just doing so well, and he's it's obvious he's built a great rapport with Goff. In twelve targets in both games, eight receptions, held to sixty-four yards in the first, but he got a touchdown. But that second game against Washington, one hundred and sixteen yards, two touchdowns, nine receptions,
1: absolutely it's- fantastic.
0: And then he, I think he, uh, did he carry the ball as well? Yeah, he got yeah.
1: one. I believe two rushes for fifty-eight yards or something ridiculous wow. like that. So
0: that's that again. You know, fantastic play in there. So Saint Brown, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a dynasty. Uh, oh my stash gosh. As well, definitely. Well, not even a stash anymore. He's a dynasty play. So he's, you know, I think in our league he was drafted at the end of the second round, maybe start of the third, because. and that is.
1: Yeah. yeah, and if you, I mean, if you look at his last eight games, last eight games he's had over eight catches and has now caught nine touchdowns. Yeah, in the last eight games, his which only, is just it's incredible.
0: His only competition's Hawkinson, really. I would say. Um, Who?
1: Yeah, I'll talk about Hawkinson briefly. He's been dreadful. As a brief, as, as, as a dynasty owner of Hawkinson, I'm. Given the volume of offense the Detroit Lions are generating, I'm I'm really hoping some of it starts to swing Hawkinson's way. Because throughout two weeks, seven points and five point six points, that's not what I want. <laughs> no, definitely not. It's not great at all, is it?
0: Um, yeah. So the Lions absolutely yeah. right. um, bossing and, it. I guess just to discuss Goff briefly, then not too great on the fantasy points for the first week 14.5 um but he put us he put up some good numbers but week two against washington he got 26 points he is cu- currently standing at the number nine uh on the QB rankings and number 14 overall as an asset which is crazy i don't think any of us expected it but yeah he's he's doing pretty well he's he's showing the haters that he can he can do he can do things and uh yeah and, and that's with a supporting cast that's not you know they're a good team the lions really on offense now um, yeah, but they but are they're actually. not they're not the likes of you know the usual it's not like they've the chiefs or the bills or you know yeah it's, not, like got, it's not it's not like you've got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle uh, as as your wide receiver duo but in spite of that they're making it work they're doing yeah. such a good job and they've got your boys next week i believe Yes, they do, and I'm hoping that the Vikings bounce back after the dreadful <laughs> performance last week. Do you think they will? I think they. You know what? I don't know. I don't know. You know. If I was not a fan, I would be back in the Lions. I think. Yeah. Oh. Um, just because I think the Lions have, they've got, they've got what it takes. I think. Um, you know the Vikings are good, but, but the Lions you... just they, they're just they're in good form. I think that's the issue. We're coming off a bad yeah, game, they are. In whereas good form. the Lions are kind of. They're doing well.
1: Are you willing to say the Lions are in the conversation to maybe win the division or too far?
0: With, well, with the way things are going, the results speak for themselves, don't they, really? Yeah, The, the loss true. against Philadelphia was, was a defensive issue. If they can fix the defensive problems, the Lions, yeah. they would easily be in the conversation. I think while ever it's as porous as it is... Yeah, um, they're going they, to struggle to win. They're struggle. But that offence is clicking now. It's it's the defence that needs work. Yeah. Um, Okay, next up then we've got we've got Green Bay as the next next one to discuss.
1: Yeah, they had an interesting start to the season of the Packers. Um obviously absolutely dreadful week one. There's there's no other way that can be described. Um 23-7 versus your Vikings, which I'm sure you enjoyed. Oh yes. Rodgers, you know, no touchdowns and a pick, the run game wasn't great. You had Christian Watson dropping that deep, fuck it, like seventy-yard bomb or whatever it was. Which yeah, was, that was a shame. Which Rodgers will definitely remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you know they they bounce back week two. Uh, Rodgers, nice clean performance, two thirty-four, two touchdowns, no turnovers. Aaron Jones was the was the headline, uh, one hundred and sixty combined yards and two touchdowns. Um, if they are going to win, you know he's going to be a massive part of the offense, especially. Seen as the wide receivers of, obviously you know they've lost Adams. They've got two rookies, um, so I'm I'm still not convinced they'll they'll win the division. I still prefer you guys, the Vikings, for it. But it's nice to see Jones um, get get more involved. I think. Um, I think if they are going to do anything, he he's got to be the the forefront of the offense because you know Rogers trusts him. He's still very good in the passing game, um, and obviously he can rip off those big runs.
0: Yeah, I think the only part of this offence that I'm in, remotely interested in at the moment is Jones and Dylan, to be fair. I think running yeah. back point of view it's, is, is pretty damn good. You want both of them on your team and you probably want to start both of them as well, to be fair. Um, Dylan had mm-hmm. a great week one. Week two, not too good, but you know we know what he's capable of. So, yeah, it's just that wide receiver situation. I'm, I mean, I'm a bit of a Christian Watson truther. I think he's going to come, come good. I think that drop was a <laughs> massive shame. I think if he'd caught that... Things would have been a different, different story, massively, wouldn't massively it? Yeah, different. but he made he, he got the separation, um, and he got to where he needed to be, he just dropped it. I think that comes with nerves. Um, his actual skill was there for him to get into that position was was a talented thing to do, so he just needs more opportunities. And, and to be fair, as you say, Rogers is a bit funny with uh, his rookie receivers, and he doesn't necessarily give them another chance, uh, when they do. Not I think he'll have well, to this year. <laughs> he doesn't have a choice now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got to. He's got to. He's got to generate some some more uh, sort of chemistry with these players to to do better. Uh, but they've got a really horrendous match yeah, against Tampa about Bay next say. week, and I, I can't see them doing very
1: well. No, the 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 Bucks defense looked ferocious. It has looked ferocious through these first two weeks. Um, most fans will remember, obviously, the game either a year or two ago where you know, Rogers had arguably his worst game of the season against that Bucks defense. I think he was picked three times or something ridiculous like that. Um, so yeah, I think this is a, a really tough matchup. Um, and and yeah, to be honest, I think I think the Packers probably come crashing down to earth in this one because I, I just can't see uh, with the limited weapons at receiver like we've discussed. Especially if the Bucks just go out to to shut off the run. Um, I, yeah, I think the Packers will really struggle in this one, unfortunately. Yeah, definitely. Um, so next up,
0: then we've got the Houston Texans, and again, not really a team that I'm too interested in, barring nah. maybe Brandon Cooks, who he's done okay, fifteen points and nine points. But I know Davis Mills has been a bit of a kind of golden child for some some people uh, in the off season, but he's he's yeah. held down to QB twenty eight. Not doing too well. You've got the the Damien Pierce truthers who have suddenly disappeared <laughs> yeah. completely, uh, as I
1: expected they would. Um, yeah, he's yeah he's not been yeah Pierce hasn't been good. Uh, Mills, although I think he's a you know he's a he's a decent young player. Um, I can't see him being in the league for too long. He, he's he's not showing me anything to believe that the Texans are thinking he's their franchise option. Um, yeah, completely agree with your statement. The only player I like from a fantasy perspective on this team is is, is Brandon Cooks. I think he's he's shown throughout the years he is quarterback proof. Uh, Eleven yeah. catches so far. He hasn't got in the end zone, but you know that that'll definitely change. I think so. Yeah, Brandon Cooks. Um, only part I want, and the Texans in general, unfortunately, are just a, a very bad team at the minute. Exactly, and they play Chicago next week, so that's going to be a game oh, that nobody God, wants that... to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be flicking off even if I'm watching on Red Zone on that one, I think. <laughs> next up then, the Colts. Now, the Colts have not been Ooh. doing as well. Uh, no. Um, One of our friends in our league is a Colts fan, so I hope he is listening to this. Uh, yeah, they've, they've been dreadful. And I must admit, I honestly... I'm not sure what you thought. I honestly thought they would be... A sure thing for their division.
0: Yeah, I, like, I, I Ryan, don't know what's happened. I thought that Matt Ryan had fit into that offense pretty well, but I He's... mean, zero point eight points last week. He got one hundred and ninety-five yards, thirty attempts, sixteen completions, and three interceptions. He was he he was almost throwing more passes to them than he was to his own players. Like. What's going, Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor wasn't really worth rostering last week. He got seven point three points. He did really well in his first week, but I mean, you can't ever not play him. But it's a big worry, isn't it, when you Jonathan yeah, they, Taylor is the number seven at RB when everyone expected he was a surefire number
1: one or two. Uh yeah, ma- massive concern because al- although although Taylor is a fantastic talent, it is completely irrelevant if the ball is in the opposition's hand as Matt Ryan has just thrown another interception. So, like, if if Matt Ryan can't move the ball down the field consistently uh, and stop turning it over, well, that's that's four turnovers through the first two weeks, then I, I must admit I am a little concerned. Because um, everything at the beginning of the off-season was, was set out for him. They've got a good O-line, they've got a great running back, they've got a couple of good young receivers in in the likes of Pittman. Um, but he's just not lived up to expectations, unfortunately. So unless Ryan turns it round, they are in they are in real trouble, and it doesn't get any easier because they have the Chiefs next week.
0: Oof, yeah.
1: So, <laughs> so that's that's definitely a loss,
0: unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I can't see any other way. I guess the only players I'm interested in are Pittman and Taylor, and it's sad that Pittman's been injured, but at the same time. I don't think he'd have had much of an impact on the game last week. Um, this it just was not good, and against yeah. Jacksonville
1: too, like yeah, to be shut out against a, a division rival. Um, not that you know Jacksonville aren't brilliant, but like, come on, you, you can't be shut out by the Jags, yeah. and then Matt Ryan was just flatly outplayed by Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was nearly perfect on the day, for God's sake. So it's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, Speaking of of the opponents next week, uh, we do actually have the Kansas City Chiefs next to
1: to discuss. Yeah, I mean, what's what's to say about the Chiefs? They are... Patrick Mahomes is looking like the old Patrick Mahomes. Obviously he had a little wobble last year for, was it five or six games? So far through two weeks, he's just under 600 yards, seven touchdowns, no picks. He's been very good. Um... And that's including a big win, sort of Thursday night football against the Chargers. So Mahomes is looking good. Um, receiving options, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed so far on Sky Moore's production. But um, I, I think I think that will come. Um, the bulk of the work obviously seems to be still going to Travis Kelsey, of course. It, you know, he's 13 catches for 170 odd yards through two weeks. Um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire surprisingly also added, good surprisingly. had a little bit of a, a resurgence he's over 100 yards rushing 7 catches already this season and 2 touchdowns so it'll be interesting to see if that continues um, maybe not so much in the rushing game but if he keeps getting involved in the passing game that'll be nice um, it's, just, it's weird to think that as good as the Chiefs are and as good as Mahomes is outside of Kelsey I don't really want any of their wide receivers no if that um, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd
0: take Smith Schuster. Yeah, uh, you know, f- flex options, something do, like okay, that. But, oh, yeah, I wouldn't want him as a primary receiver by any stretch of the imagination. Kelsey is the main one. Edward Delara is playing pretty damn well, and Pat Mahomes himself is is doing really well. But yeah, Kelsey's Kelsey's the prime target. I think the way that the offense is built, Kelsey's going to do really well this year. Um, I, I was a little disappointed with how little he scored this week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in comparison to the first week, but he's still fantastic, uh, and he's he's still number one at, at the tight end position in, in, t- in both PPR and standards. So very good. And they play the Colts next week, and it's going to be an easy win. <laughs> I
1: don't. <Yeah>. don't think <laughs> What, what any else can you say about it? It's, if it's, the yeah. if the Jags can shut the Colts out twenty four nothing, I mean, I dread to think the number of points the Chiefs can score if they really want if they really want to.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised
1: if Pat Mahomes
0: is doing a Josh Allen and sitting out the last yeah. quarter, to be honest. I can see that. Um, okay, next up then
1: we've got the LA Chargers. Yeah, Chargers have been... I mean, what, their Chargers are at 1-1. One and one. Uh, Both division games lost a, a close one to the Chiefs um, and won, obviously, another close one to the Raiders. Um, I guess we'll start off probably talking about uh, Herbert, who has there been an injury update on him? He has a chance to play week three, um, um, but it's not uh, obviously it's not guaranteed. He, he took the took took a fairly big hit, and it's a it's a rib issue, isn't it? Um, yeah. But having said that, he did throw an absolute dime after getting injured. So, like, he is, he is still a fantastic player. He's one of my favourite players in the league at the minute. I'm, I'm hoping they don't... If there is any doubt at all, I would rather they just sit him, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I've got him in several leagues. So. But, yeah, through two weeks, he's been fantastic. Six touchdowns, one picks. Some of the throws he makes, it, it begs belief. Like, there was a couple against the Chiefs where I was just like, like, he might be, apart from Patrick Mahomes the only player that makes that throw in the league. Which which is crazy to think about. Um Mike Williams, uh, absolutely fantastic in the second week. Um as as I thought he would be. Eight catches, hundred and thirteen yards and a touchdown. Really glad he came along. I guess the biggest concern and we've kinda of gotta mention it, is I mean, Eckler hasn't been as good as I would hoped. Nope. Despite the I mean, thirteen receptions is great for an R B, but the lack of rushing yards and then the lack of touchdowns is, is a big concern for Eckler owners. Yeah, it,
0: it is really. Um, but hopefully it'll improve. I, I suppose Herbert's been utilising the wide receivers a little bit more. I think obviously Keenan Allen has been out uh, for the most of the first game and the majority, well, the entirety of the second game, uh, which I think has given. Uh, giving Mike Williams a chance to shine in week two, because week one he did not play well no, I didn't. Uh, at all. <laughs> so I think, yeah, I guess the running back position hasn't been utilised as heavily as, as we expect it to, but he is still the RB1, which means he's still going get, to uh, get a lot of chances. Touched. His yeah. snap percentage was only 49% week one and 63% week two, so he's not out on the field a lot, but... Yeah, that's that's low. It, you know, if he can if he can consistently put up sort of mid teens to sort of early twenties in, in points and he's he's not over utilised, I'm still not too upset with that. He's less chance of injury. Um true. But, and it doesn't look like Joshua Kelly or, or Sonny Michel are No, definitely going not gonna surpass super. him. No. Um so yeah, I think Eckler will improve as as things move on. And they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars next week, which is a you know, good opponent to play against. So
1: I'm hoping to see some nice high scoring next week. Yeah, that's, yeah I think if Herbert starts, I think that's a, yeah, that's a sure win and, and lots of points for the Chargers, I think, on that one. As good as the Jags were against the Colts, um, they, they ain't shutting the Chargers out. Exactly.
0: Uh, so next up then, we've got the, the LA Rams, who have been doing worse than I would have expected, I think.
1: Uh, yeah, massively. I mean, even the victory against the Falcons, they inexplicably conceded 17 points and nearly lost the game. Um, though, you know, there was the block pun; They let them da- drive down and score. Um, and then obviously they got absolutely mullered by the Bills week one on opening day. Um, Stafford um, is probably the biggest concern, I would say, through two weeks. He's four touchdowns, five picks, and an 80 quarterback rating, which is... Just absolutely dreadful, uh, mm. to be honest. Um, despite that, Cooper Cup still being excellent as we knew he would be. <laughs> he's twenty-four catches and three touchdowns already, which is just absolutely mental.
0: To say as well that in the last game he was held to zero points for tw- I think it was twenty-eight minutes. Yeah, of yeah, game. I remember you texting me, and yeah, and then in fact, in the I couldn't two, believe after it. The two-minute warning. I think he, he went on the squad about. 12 and then he went on to score 31 altogether so yeah I was very worried that I was going to lose one of my leagues uh, due to his lack of activity but um, but he, he came back and he, he did exactly what we needed him to do but mm. yeah I mean he seems to be um, He's fine. In, in spite of Stafford's not necessarily very good playing Cup is doing okay Alan Robinson kind of had a good, good week this week, uh, terrible week the first week but hopefully that's a good sign of things to come and then we've got Daryl Henderson, who's, uh, who's been a bit of a revelation. Um, I don't think any of us expected him to be leading in touches uh, and, and rushing yards. But he's, he's ahead of Cam Akers, who has done... Well, he did, aside from touch the ball three times, he did nothing week one. And he's only <laughs> yeah, got was... 8.2 points in, in week two. So Akers, a bit of a concern.
1: Yeah, massively. Um, Henderson, whenever he touches the ball, uh, looks much more explosive. Whether that's still you know Aker's been a bit, I don't know, nervous after the injury or whatever. Um, yeah, Aker's just doesn't look like he's got that first step. He doesn't look like he can make a man miss. Uh, whereas Henderson's got that sort of fight in him. He can sort of bulldoze a person. He can. Um, he can't sprint to the outside. So yeah, um, H- Henderson, who was going fairly late in drafts at the minute, seems seems like he's going to be a pretty pretty. Pretty good steal. Yeah, definitely.
0: um And they're playing the Cardinals next week, so Ooh, I think
1: it's a chance for them to do a, something. Yeah, that's yes. That'll be good. That'll be a good matchup. I must admit. I must admit that. I think. I, I think probably quite high scoring. So yeah, I think a chance for some of those players who haven't done much yet to to get on the board. um You know, if they concede twenty seven points to the Falcons. As good as individual defensive plays as they had, they are still susceptible to those big plays, of which Kyler Murray is very good at those. So I think that'll be quite a high scoring affair, which is good for us.
0: Yeah, very much so. Um, next up, then, I did miss them. Um, I'm supposed to be going alphabetical order, but we've got the Jacksonville <laughs> Jaguars, who, to be fair, that. Jags are doing well, in my opinion. I think uh,
1: very well. <laughs> yes.
0: it's, it's, it's a surprise, but they they actually seem to be a, a pretty damn good team at the minute, um, in spite of the loss. Uh, especially sort of first week to to Washington, um, they they won to, won against the Colts, which is, you know,
1: you'd maybe maybe expect it to be the other way around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been very impressed with them uh, through two weeks. They they had the chance to win week one as well. Um, I really thought they were going to take that game at one point. Um, Trevor Lawrence has looked much much improved, um, especially last week. You know, only missed five on five of his passes, two touchdowns, perfectly clean game, and I think that's what most people wanted of him uh, compared to last season. He he was a bit careless with the ball last year, so if he keeps the turnovers to a minimum. Uh, I think they'll be very good. Some of their offensive weapons have have looked great. Uh, James Robinson, big up James Robinson. Um, Yeah, I I, I, I said said he'd be better than Etienne. I said he would be. Um, 19.9 first week, 15.8 second week. He's found the end zone three times already. Uh, Absolutely fantastic. Um, Coming off the injury, I couldn't be more happy for him. Um and then you've got the likes of I, I didn't think too much of him when they signed him to the big deal, but Christian Kirk has actually been very, very good. He has. <laughs> Twelve catches, one nine five and two scores. Um yeah. So yeah, Jack, Jacksonville looking very good. Um and yeah, they've their offensive weapons are doing what they should be.
0: Yeah, I think the big the big debate with Robinson and Etienne is is still ongoing. Obviously Robinson has done an incredible job at the start of this season, but I can't see him beating out uh, ETN to the to the starting job by the end of the season. It's just the draft caps are put into ETN, it's just too high, surely. But again, he's Robin, got, Robinson, yeah, he... Robinson's got the production, and at the end of the day, it's, it's who has the production. But I think Robinson will slowly be phased out. Um, ETN doesn't look bad. I think um, he's, he's made a few rookie errors, I would say, but technically, this is his rookie season, and that he didn't really play his rookie season. So I'll give him time. But yeah, as you say, with Christian Kirk, he's been a revelation. And uh, it's, it's nice to see Lawrence kind of doing pretty well. You know, he's he's a, a high-end QB too, um, with his point production. But he, he seems more comfortable. And um, yeah, hopefully hopefully things keep going well for the Jags. It's, it's high time they got a bit of good luck, I think. Um, they do play the Chargers, uh, however, next week. And I think uh, yeah. the Chargers Tough are bad, tra- bad. probably going to win that one um okay so next up then we've got the miami dolphins which is an interesting one to discuss i guess Tua, Tua
1: went crazy yeah, yeah um he, he did go crazy but I'm, I'm still i'm still not sold uh unfortunately i don't think he, he had one good quarter which granted was a spectacular quarter but um the two interceptions are still very bad i still don't think he's the long-term option um i think on the On the other side, I think Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle however, have been just ridiculously good. I know you were obviously very high on waddle last year. you've got him in dynasty uh, we weren't quite sure how well hill would do um but it seems to have clicked straight away they are the the, the first two receiving uh, receivers to go for eleven one fifty and two touchdowns in the same game, which is just mental it was it was such a good game to watch. When, it won't be that, like like that every week, just to make it clear, um, and I'm still not quite sold on it, but they do seem to have two of the best receivers in the league at the minute.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy that, that those receivers are the, in PPR scoring, Jalen Waddle is number five, Tyreek Hill is number four. So you've got two top five receivers being fed by team. the same quarterback, which is just insane. Um, and yeah, I'm interested to see how things go. I, I think Tua... Tua's got two fantastic wide receivers, and that's always going to drag his, his value up, even if Tua himself isn't as good as uh, a lot of people think he is now. I know you're not sold on him, but he does have that supporting cast around him that will drag him up by his collar now. So he's going to have value ever he's got mm. these two wide receivers to throw to. Um, I, th- I suppose the the issue there is that we're looking at a kind of, a, a, similarly to, to the Bills, there's not really a running back that I want. On this no, I, I
1: was, I was expecting more. out would chase Edmonds. Um, I, I do like him as a player, um, especially catching out of the backfield. But neither, neither him or Raheem Mostert, unfortunately, um, have sort of grabbed it by the scruff of the neck. Um, yeah, the the run game, I won't no part of. Unfortunately, I think, and that's going to be the story of the year. I think, if you've got those two receivers performing at that level, why would you bother? Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> tough matchup for them though buffalo bills next week. Yeah, uh, very tough. I think with the way yeah. the bills are playing I can't see them winning. And mark my words, I'm I'm questionable to her that that bills defense will test him. So if you know if he if he plays good in that game maybe I'll change my mind, but let's see what happens.
0: I would say that Tua is probably a buy now and uh, in that sense if you feel high on him and you want him Go and get him now because if he plays well against the Bills next week, his value will skyrocket. Yes, that's yeah. Um, Likewise, if you own Tua, hold him until next week, unless you feel like he's going to absolutely fall flat on his face against the Bills. In which case, try and get rid of (laughs) him. Next up, then we've got the Minnesota Vikings. I'll I'll let you talk through this one. It hurts too much.
1: Yeah, it, it, I I honestly, when I woke up this morning to to watch the highlights, I honestly didn't expect the score to be. You know, I'm not saying the the, the Eagles couldn't have won, but to to only score seven points, especially like like we said, especially after the um, Eagles conceding thirty five points to the Lions in week one. Um, but to his credit, Darius Slay was was the difference. Um, him him on Justin Jefferson was something ridiculous, like. You know, four catches completed, but he also got two interceptions, which is just absolutely mental. So he did a fantastic job. Um, Dalvin Cook through two weeks hasn't hasn't been great. Um, only one hundred and seven yards, no touchdowns. And Cousins, as as we know, is is sort of Mister Average. He's back to being exactly five hundred for his career. So I think they will bounce back. Um, but yeah, last week did concern me a little.
0: Yeah, it was it was a concern massively. I think we we just discussed quickly before the podcast, but the game plan this week just seemed to be thrown to Justin Jefferson, whereas the week before, <laughs> it <every> wasn't. <laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna get marked to hell. He is the best wide receiver in that team, yeah. and and you know he's by a long way. He's one of the he's one of the top three wide receivers in the league. I would say now. So agreed. Yeah, it was just unfathomable really how they didn't lean into other aspects of the offence, Cousins looked like a deer in headlights, the offensive line didn't do very well, the defence wasn't playing well either, they were playing the same cover play every time, (laughs) because they just didn't know where Hurts was going to go, so you know, there's no wonder that Hurts put up as many points as he did, there were massive gaps for Hurts to throw to when Hurts couldn't throw, there were massive gaps for him to run to. The defence massively let the offence down. Um, I think it was something like f- the offence was playing... I think the Minnesota offence played about a third of the game while the defence was on for two-thirds or something. It was, it was that's, crazy. That's so tough. <laughs> it's, yeah, the offence wasn't on enough to get, to get anything going either. So I think a lot of blame lies with the defence on this one. But having said that, Slay was absolutely incredible. Kept Jefferson locked down. And if Jefferson wants to be the, the wide receiver one, he needs to be better uh, at getting some separation than he was yeah. uh, was on that game. So, yeah, I mean, still, I'd draft Justin Jefferson wherever I could possibly get my hands on him. Um, Agreed. He, he is that good. Uh, Adam Thielen is a little bit too touchdown-dependent at this stage in his career, so I'd be wary with him. Uh, and as you say, Cousins is kind of back to his bang-average form, so hopefully he gets a bit of a a renaissance
1: uh, and, and Cook is still good but uh, it does he is really he's, how... he's due a he's due a big game yeah he needs he's one due, he's due a big one he does and you it. know against the Lions who like we discussed five minutes ago as good as their offences the Lions defence is very very porous so I think that, that, that's a good matchup for the Vikings I think and that, that's a, a chance for a, Cook and Jefferson in particular to, to bounce straight back I think that's what they need uh, especially given that it's next week so it's, it's going to be
0: a good one for them to hopefully bounce back there. New England, should we keep this one brief?
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. if not briefer than the Texans, I think. Um, yeah, the, the, the defence is good, the offence is bad, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's
0: that's as much as I want, I'd want to say. There is, there, is no, there is no player on this team that I'm interested in. No. And I'm, I'm being serious about that. I think Damian Harris, perhaps,
1: but even then... I'd have to be desperate still, I'd have to have drafted either poorly or forgot to draft a running back. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> no one there. Devontae
0: Park has been brought in as a you know, as a, a veteran who should have done something. He's done naff uh yeah, he literally he did all last game. <laughs> yeah. uh, three weeks. Yeah, yeah Jacoby Myers I guess has done okay. He's got two two performances that were fairly good. He is, you know, wide receiver twenty three, so low end wide receiver two, but he is the best of the options there. Uh, they play Baltimore. Baltimore is probably going to do okay against them. I would say that Baltimore wins just because the offense for the Patriots can't do anything. So, yeah, maybe let's move on there. Unless there's yeah, any, any more good. slating we need to do. Uh, no, that's, so. <laughs> that's enough slating. <laughs> New Orleans then. New Orleans, the Saints are an interesting proposition. Winston Damn. is an interesting
1: QB. Honestly, he's just... It. I've never known a quarterback be be such a roller coaster. Obviously, so he, he threw three interceptions against the Bucks, and that's bearing in mind with his with the Saints so far in his career. It took him, I think, twelve games or eight games or whatever to throw three picks. So he's just it's such a roller coaster. I I, I think they will bounce back, but a, a lot of people. Although I like Winston as a person, I I just. I do worry about him. He's just capable of these... Like, the three interceptions were just dreadful. Yeah. Just absolute backbreakers. In a game they could have won. That, that's the clear thing. It was, you know, it was it was three to three going into the fourth. <laughs> like, yeah. this is a game they could have won, and the three interceptions were just absolute killers. Um, one thing I will say about the Saints is Michael Thomas has had a very good start. 11, yeah. 11 catches... 122 yards, found the end zone three times already and seems to have some rapport with Winston at least which is which is really nice. Um so yeah, he he's been fantastic. We we did think he'd have a bounce back year and he he's off to a very good start.
0: Yeah, Landry did okay in week 1 as well, didn't he? So he's a good flex option. Uh just because of the amount that, that the balls thrown around I guess. And then Chris Olave last week wasn't wasn't too bad either, 10 points. So yeah, yeah. The, the Winston it, it all hinges on that, Winston. Yeah, he throws it <laughs> enough that the receivers are going to do well. I think they're the always going to be The relevant. lack of touchdowns is, is probably where the issue lies. But Michael Thomas is, uh, yeah, and, Michael Thomas is another like a bit, not quite to the same extent as Armin Russell and Brown. But given where Michael Thomas, was yeah, drafted, he could be a league winner as well. I massive.
1: think. Yeah, he's a huge, he's a huge guy to have sat in the flex. Yeah, uh, and then without Kamara, the run game is. Hmm questionable I think although yeah. Mark Ingram is still a nice player he is he's 32 years old so let's not be too uh, too high on what he can do I think unless Kamara comes back it's probably going to be much more of a pass heavy offence
0: yeah and Kamara is not expected back next week either so he's um, not yeah that's going to be a tough one they play Carolina though so that's yeah that's a good game to bounce back against I think yeah definitely um next up then we've got the we'll go with the New York Giants first.
1: Giants first. I mean, 2 and 0, oh, Danny Dimes. <laughs> what can we say? <laughs> I mean, granted they've won their two games by a combined four points. Uh, the first of which was a was a two-point conversion attempt win, so. But yeah, I mean the biggest one, I'll yeah, Saquon Barkley has um has kind of been pretty amazing unfortunately for me. <laughs> uh, nine nine catches, which is great. Two hundred and thirty six yards, which is great. Six yards to carry, which is what you want from him after that injury. Those explosive legs, and he's got in the end zone. Um, I, I don't I honestly don't believe this will continue all season because that they are two and zero, but they're two and zero versus the the Panthers and the Titans, who are both pretty bad. Yeah. Um. I think once they start to face harder opponents, I think that's when Danny Dimes' shortcomings will come in, and obviously, you know, Barkley will just be written out of the game script because they'll be they'll be so far behind. But a nice start. Um. And and Barkley is Barkley is certainly the shining light on that team. I Have to say about the Giants though they've got a damn good strength schedule ahead of them. So they got Dallas, yeah. I've, I've Dallas, <laughs> literally Chicago, just been looking. Bay,
0: <laughs> Baltimore, Jacksonville, Seahawks. Texans Texans Lions (laughs) Cowboys cowboys again again, Commanders Eagles which once upon a time would have been a nice one but I think now it's probably going to be their toughest Uh, Commanders again Vikings and then they finish off with the Colts and if the Colts well and I'm talking in fantasy terms here obviously week 18 is the Eagles again but we don't care about that. Um, yeah, I mean that's a great schedule, there.
1: It is actually. That's got to be. One, that has to be one of the easiest in the leagues. I don't have the strength of schedules in front of me, but that has to be. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So, I mean, dare I say it? Barkley
0: top five QRB this year potentially. Probably. No, I'm not.
1: I'm not willing to say it yet.
0: Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Sadly, I didn't snatch him in any of my leagues, but um, I really wanted to. But yeah, if he can put up his week one performance uh, again a few times, then. He's gonna be, again. We're saying it about a lot of players now, but a league winner. Um,
1: I mean, the, the the only I guess it's worth touching. On, the the receivers a, a train wreck. Yeah, let's not even talk about it. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny Golladay didn't play. I think he played like
0: two snaps, and then he just <laughs> he just left. Yeah, it's just yeah, utterly, utterly. Shocking. And I don't.
1: I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you know, but what's happening with Kadarius Toney? Because he is so talented, but he's also not playing it like he's playing like five percent of snaps if that
0: so what i've heard about him is that he's just he's just not coachable Brilliant. Um, apparently he's 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 a terrible like uh, team player essentially well that's what i've read about him he's just coaches don't want to touch him so they're trying to hold him out as a punishment but he's just it's allegedly a massive diva i would like to think that he's not and it's just uh it's just fake news but um yeah there's there's a hmm. big, big issue with uh with his his personality, I think uh, from, ah. from what I've from what I've learned, which is sadly something that even being good at football can't necessarily help yes. you with. You turn into the Antonio Browns of the world, um, <laughs> and we all know what happened there at the end of that story. So, yeah. Um, next up, then. So we've had the Giants. We'll move on to the uh, the Jets, and uh, the Jets doing okay. Uh, Brees, Brees Hall, Bruce obviously, Hall. Uh, you called the, the it. chosen one. He got his first touchdown. He got his first touchdown this week. I'm very proud of him. Um, he's not playing many snaps. He's at 27% this week. It was 45% last week, uh, so he's not scoring too highly. But I mean, he's showing his talent. I would say, um, and it's only a matter of time before he gets ahead of Carter. Speaking of which, Carter did really well week one. He did pretty pretty well week two as well. So it is a split back split backfield for now. Um, Carter is getting sixty percent of the snaps, so he's he is he is the primary running back. As frustrating for me as that might be, but things are moving. Garrett Wilson, however, he's my yes. star uh, player on this offense. I think fantastic, utterly totally brilliant. Thirty-one points, for, and that's from eight receptions, one hundred and two yards, and two touchdowns. He's obviously a, a, a favorite now of of Flacco, uh, more so than than even Elijah Moore, uh, which is. Not something I necessarily expected coming into this season, but no, Wilson ahead of Moore seems to be the way that it's going,
1: yeah. And you know what? You know, Flacco to his credit has been, you know, he's back to his you know 600 yards through two weeks. I think he's somewhat like fourth, third in the league in terms of yards passing, which is just mental. Five touchdowns and an interception. So, I mean, if he keeps slinging it, then the Jets are going to be a you know fairly entertaining offense, you know, Wilson. Corey Davis more I would imagine at some point we'll have another good game and yeah Carter and Brees Hall is is a pretty nice one two punch so the Jets yeah the Jets aren't, aren't bad aren't bad at all um next week as we discussed against the Bengals so Bengals off some form maybe maybe the Jets can pull another upset we will see I think it's possible but as you say the offense
0: seems to be starting to click a little bit now so so we'll see how things go but uh, but the Bengals need a bounce back very much, so I, I don't think it's going to be an easy one. Um, next up then, uh, we'll go to... Hmm, I guess my list is a slightly, slightly off, because uh, cause they've moved from Oakland to Las Vegas, but we've got the Las Vegas
1: Raiders <laughs> next. Uh, yeah, the Raiders have been... And it, this is good for me as a Broncos fan, of course. The Raiders have been not, not great as a team, Um Derek Carr, I, I certainly think could have been better. Uh, I guess the one bright spot is, is is Adams, although he didn't get much in terms of yards. Week two, he did catch the touchdown, and then week one, he was absolutely outstanding with ten for one forty one and a score. So Adams looks to have fit in uh, absolutely brilliantly. Um, the Raiders obviously completely blew it against the Cardinals. Um, uh, yeah, and and obviously Darren Waller had a decent week too as well. So they do have some good weapons. Um, they're they're just only going to go as far as Carr will take them. Um, and unfortunately, I I think he could have been better in both weeks. Yeah, I mean, I'd like Adams. I'd like Waller. Not really bothered about
0: anybody else. Josh Jacobs isn't it? No. It's- um, yeah, I think yeah, uh, they're relying on Adams really for them to to do any good. I think. And I mean, he's a good guy to rely on, but. Yeah, a bit disappointing with just the two receptions last week. Uh, that's that's for certain. So yeah, and they play Tennessee next week. So I imagine, given the way Tennessee's been playing, hopefully that'll be a bit of a nice, yeah, nice game for them to play.
1: Yeah, agreed. I think yeah, I think the Raiders probably probably will win that one. They do, they have some good offensive weapons. The Titans obviously were dreadful defensively last night against the Bills. So um, yeah, hopefully they bounce back in that one.
0: Philadelphia Eagles.
1: It's all about yes. Jalen
0: Hurts, isn't it? This is the one I so wanted well. to
1: talk about. Uh, yeah, what what more can you say? Um, all, all day I've been listening to various podcasts and and sort of video clips of, you know, Jalen Hurts is in the MVP conversation. Uh, the Eagles are the best team in the NFC, um, and, and you know, I must admit, I'm I'm not too far off agreeing with both statements there. Uh, Hurts has been fantastic, um, receiving wise. AJ Brown, what an addition. Uh, yeah. Already, already, he had not found the end zone yet, but 15 catches for 224 so far seems to have built a really nice chemistry uh, with Jalen Hurts. Hurts' accuracy has improved massively, um, and he's still got the rushing ability. Um, I think, obviously, me and you are both massively high on him. Wouldn't be shocked if he finishes like in the in the top three in terms of QBs in fantasy. They got a great tight end with Goddard. Um, you got Devontae Smith as the wide receiver too. The young guy did nothing week one, but seven for eighty yards in week two, and then Miles Sanders, top five in the league in rushing yards as well. So it's it's all, it's all it is all clicking for the Eagles, and I must admit, I am I'm very excited by this team. Yeah, me too. And I think it all it all hinges around
0: Hurts himself, and I think Hurts has done such a good job. Yeah. To, to really just banish the haters. After after his off-season performance last year, where the the Buccaneers just absolutely trounced him, and everybody was saying that his career was done. You know, the Eagles went into we this better. draft with, I think, two or three first-round picks. They could have easily replaced him. Um, uh, To be fair, there wasn't really any decent options at QB. Otherwise, I think he probably would have been replaced. But Hurts has just proven all the haters wrong. And as you say, he's got a great supporting cast now. Devontae Smith... While he was shut out the first week, there were only two weeks last year where he didn't get more yards than he got this week um, yeah, which you know if you think about the entire season, i think he got an, he got another eighty yard performance, but there were only two other performances where he got more point more yards like that that buds well, especially when you look at him alongside a j Brown, as you say, who's Doing really, really well. 155 yards in one week is just utterly phenomenal. The only thing that Brown's not done is get the touchdown, as you say. So, yeah, it's a it's a great team, and it's nice to see Miles Sanders have a bit of a bounce back because I know last year last last year was pretty tough. Yeah, tough year for him. Um, but I think this year, Hurts is trusting him more, I guess, as well. But even yes. even with all of the, these offensive tools, Hurts himself is doing incredibly well. Um, and the fact that he got 333 passing passing yards, sorry. Is 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 great? I mean, yeah. Again, we, I think last year he got. Yeah, there was only one time last year where he got more than that. He, he got, got three hundred and eighty-seven three. against Kansas City in Week Four. Uh, every other week was less, fewer oh. passing yards than he got this week. So he's starting as he means to go on. Just the one interception as well, which know, nice. on sixty-three passing
1: attempts, one interception is not too. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, he, yeah, just, he just needs more passing touchdowns. Yeah, and I th- I think they will come. Um, I just yeah, I love the guy. He's just he's an absolute winner. Um, we've been you you know you convinced me to buy into the hype. I'm very much bought in. I think he's a fantastic player. Uh, I think this year is going to be his breakout year. I think he probably will be in the MVP conversation long term. Um, and obviously the rush the rushing ability in particular is just insane. I was watching the highlights before we started recording. Like that, the run where he just breaks three tackles and just absolutely out-muscles everyone into the end zone is absolutely insane. He's just amazing. I guess my
0: only worry with him is, given he's so mobile, he does have a have a tendency to to lean towards injury potentially. So, one thing to watch out about with him. But I mean, if he can stay healthy this season, I, I can see him coming out as maybe even the QB one. Uh, it's gonna yeah, be hard. To I don't beat think Allen, that's a bad enough but, show. Yeah, I don't think it's, that's a bad it's show. Possible. It's possible. I'd, I'd definitely say more comfortably QB two. I think Alan's Alan will probably beat him out. To be fair, um, he's just he's just a better passer, and he's got better better knowledge of the game. I guess um, given that that extra couple of years, but I can see him beating Mahomes quite comfortably. Um, yeah, I can see that. I think that's a safe bet. To be honest. Yeah, and I mean Dallas got it as well. Got it's doing pretty well as a tight end option. Thir- nine points and thirteen points uh, across two weeks. Um, as I say, the only thing that they're, they're missing is the passing touchdowns with with Hertz. And once he gets that sorted, he'll be a beast. Well, he is a beast. Um, so yeah, that's gonna be gonna be good. It's good to keep watching Hertz. He's he's a, he's just a fun player to watch. Um, and they play Washington, so should be a nice easy win for them easy next dub. week. That's it.
1: Uh, cool. Next up, then uh, we go to the Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers. Steelers is a tough one. Um, it, it is very similar to, like, not well. Might be a bit harsh, but very similar to the Patriots. I think They're you know, defense is fantastic, as we saw in Week One. And even though they lost, it was pretty decent in Week Two. Trubisky, as we know, is of course not the not the long term fix. Um, it has had a massive effect on on the likes of Deontay Johnson. You know, he he has had seven catches and six catches respectively. Um, but only for fifty five yards each. Uh, which is a concern, and the the biggest one for me. If 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 you take the, the touchdown reception away in Week One, Najee Harris has been very poor.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the, the yards per carry is way down. Um, and he he's just yeah I think it's the offense as a whole, but he's he's not looked as good as I had hoped, unfortunately. And I don't think it's his fault. I do genuinely think it's just because they the, they need better quarterback play um to get him going. But yeah, it's it's not been not been good if you drafted any Steelers players so far. Yeah, yeah, it's I think I think it's just the the situation
0: they're in as a team. At the minute, yeah. they, they they are kind of reeling a bit really from from Big Ben's departure. So. I mean Johnson's caught some phenomenal catches. I don't know if you've seen some of his sort I of have, yeah. the, <laughs> his the edge, just phenomenal barely keeping hand. himself in is just utterly phenomenal. Torso taps, yeah. yeah. It's you know he he is an amazing player, but as you say, while ever he's got Travisky as his QB, I don't think he's, he's going to do too yeah. well. Sadly, I Pickett will take over, and uh, hopefully things will improve. I think as the season goes on, and uh, they have Cleveland, so good good chance to win, but you know Cleveland did all right this last week and uh, they should have won week 1 so they they're functioning as an offense fairly well and Chubb is terrifying so yeah. we'll see how things go there um okay we're nearing nearing the end now we're, we're on to the 49ers Trey
1: Lance yeah that is you just used to be a feel just so of bad for for the kid um obviously getting the the ankle injury um it's, it is really sad because um, I did genuinely think this would be a, a like a breakout year for him. Uh, me and you were very high on him. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of arguments saying that the Niners are better off with Jimmy G. I, I flatly disagree with that statement. I think Jimmy G, although he may be more consistent in terms of, you know, he's, he's less flashy, he's a game manager... He, he, he's if their if their goal is to win a Super Bowl, I just think they're they're far better off with Trey Lance, but yeah, the injury can't be helped. In terms of fantasy, um it, it's it's a bit of a tough one. Debo's been been way down. Um seven catches for less than sixty yards through two weeks. Um obviously thing he's missing as well, George Kittle, who's missed the first two weeks, which isn't great. And then obviously the the forty nine ers backfield is a mess with Elijah Mitchell going down. Yeah, in week one, and now it's been you know Wilson eighteen carries, Davis Price fourteen carries. It's backfield by committee, and then even the two rushing touchdowns went to the quarterback and the fullback. So it's it, yeah, it's not a team I'm in love with at the minute for fantasy, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, it's the injury situation, isn't it? It's just it's really, just a nightmare. Yeah, it's not good, and it's 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 sad. Injuries ruin it is. football, I think. They it's, do. You know, it's just it's not fair, and uh, yeah. Like the majority of the key performers on that team are injured, yeah. uh, From an offensive point of view, which is just devastating for him, really. Um, But hopefully, hopefully Kittle's back soonish, and he might Mm. he might help out. Yeah, if he sits out the Broncos game, that'll be nice. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure (laughs) you'll do that. Um, Yeah, I think it's a loss to Denver. Denver need to capitalize on this opportunity. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think we. I think they will. Um, so yeah, I think the 49ers do lose this one and they are in. They, they sort of need to get their act together quick because um, after that the schedule is a little bit harder. They've got the the Rams, Panthers is a little bit easier but then you've got the Chiefs, the Rams again, the Chargers. So it's it's a tough schedule for the next six or seven weeks for them. Next up then we've got the Seattle Seahawks who are a bit of a mess. <laughs> Yeah, it it still absolutely pains me that we inexplicably lost week one, uh, based on just ridiculously stupid coaching. Um, but I'm not going to talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've said enough. Um, Gino Smith was obviously, you know, he he was very serviceable week one, uh, two touchdowns, no turnovers. But it it was a one off. Like, let's be realistic. That is not going to happen. I would imagine again for the rest of the season. Um, and because of that, the likes of DK Metcalf has been basically a non-factor. He has 11 catches, but DK is averaging 6.5 yards per reception. Yeah, there's, there's no part of this that I'm interested in. Again, it's another team where it's just not, not good it's enough. It's just, no, the running back situation, obviously Rashad Penny um, led against the Broncos. He had 60-odd yards week two. It was 50 yards. Kenneth Walker got a little bit of action, but again, they just they just can't get any offense going. Just everywhere is... you look, there's better options. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just the,
0: the the issue with the team. Apparently, so they have the the bottom five in points per game, points per drive, and uh, they're also averaging a legal of 56 rushing yards per game. So it's just good the, Lord. all of their stats are not good.
1: Uh, Avoid Seahawks players if if possible. I think yeah. is the message. And who are they playing this week? It's Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta. I honestly think Atlanta get the win in that one.
0: Yeah, I, 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 they should do. Uh, next up then, uh, Tampa Bay, who surprisingly didn't do too well, really, in, in, in the New Orleans game. And uh, we also saw an ejection due to... is uh, it Mike Evans sticking up for Tom Brady and just... Yeah, Run as onto the field and as, as Mike aggressive.
1: Evans, yeah, as he said, it's Tom bleeping Brady what yeah. do you what, what do you expect me to do or whatever he said. Yeah. Um yeah, after I must admit after the brawl the game did spice up a little bit. It was a lot more exciting after that point. Um offensively, um the books haven't been fantastic. They are two and which is good for books fans, but yeah, Brady has, has looked a bit off his game. He was only just over 50% completion last week. Um, Mike Evans obviously will miss a week, um, and as we know, the rest of their receivers are also not looking good either. Um, so God knows what's going to happen. Brashard Perryman, I think, will be the wide receiver one next week, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> which is not a position anyone needs to be in. I think the one sort of bright spot is is, is Fournette's nearly at two hundred yards rushing already, um, which is which is nice, uh, and he is a threat out of the backfield. So I, I do still like Fournette long term. Um, and I do think Brady p- probably will get it together at some point. Um, but yeah, the wide receiver core in particular is is, is a massive concern. Yeah, they they are suffering. They're just they suffering. so injury decimated. Uh, they really need Mike Evans back. Um, having said that, I, d- I do still think they can ride that defense a little bit. So like the matchup against the Packers, I do I do still think they win that. Yeah, I reckon that's a good assessment there. Uh, so then we've got Tennessee Titans as our penultimate team. Uh, absolutely, just just dreadful. Um, the, the loss to the Giants. I mean, the loss to the Bills. You can almost expect it's Josh Allen. It's one of the best offenses in the league. That the loss to the Giants Week One is is unforgivable. Um to go from top to bottom. Um, Tannehill just frankly not being good enough. I think it's. There's probably a few Titans fans who would say the same, but I think if they are to do anything in terms of a poor season run, I just don't think Tannehill's the answer anymore, unfortunately. Um, moving down the list, Derek Henry, very underwhelming. One touchdown, yeah. but he's he's only three yards a carry, and, and he just doesn't look himself, unfortunately. Uh, he's getting tackled much, much easier. He doesn't have quite that, that first step and that explosive run through the tackles. Um, and then, obviously, the yeah the receivers you don't want any part of the receivers. Traylon Burke's the rookie; he's caught a few balls, but nothing, nothing spectacular.
0: Yeah, I mean, Roto Baller uh, have released a, a little statement on on Derrick Henry, which uh, which I think is quite apt uh, in that they've said it's nearly impossible to bench him moving forward. But no one is going to be looking to trade for him with any kind of value. So yeah. <laughs> you've got to play him every week, but you're not going to get value for him with, with the way he's playing. He, no. He's just a bit of a—you don't know what to do. He—he he might come back, but this might be the cliff edge that he's just fallen off. Sadly, uh, this year. So we'll see how it goes. Robert Woods as well. I was hoping he'd do okay, but nothing—nothing nothing not to write so far. about.
1: Will we? Will we see Malik Willis start this
0: season? I mean. Potentially, I think it's it's a possibility. He did play a little bit. Uh, yeah, he got in, a few snaps last, last, last night. Fumbled yeah. it though. Uh, he was a heavy, yeah. heavy hit though. He didn't look very pleasant. So I'm not surprised. But yeah, yeah, not great. And they're playing uh, Las Vegas. So I'm my money's on Vegas to be honest to, to win, win that yeah. matchup. Yeah, agreed. And then finally then we've got the Washington Commanders who, you know, Wentz has been a serviceable quarterback this year. Yeah, which
1: it, it pains me to say because he's is, he's is, I just don't like the man, but he's 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 you know is he first in the league in passing yards, which is just mental. Um, Crazy. He, he's he's got what six passing touchdowns. He, he's spreading the ball about. Um, the likes of you know, Johan Dotson he's has been, been, been has been amazing. He's he's three touchdowns already through two weeks. Absolutely fantastic. Terry McLaurin, although he doesn't quite have the the yards and the receptions, is still making spectacular catches, uh, which is really good. Curtis Samuel it is worth a pick-up. I think he's still on a lot of waiver wires. Uh, Samuel's got 15 catches through two weeks um, and two touchdowns, which is just mental volume. And I think it's it's probably because the, the, the running game hasn't been as good. You know, Wentz is having to sling it. And if he, if he keeps slinging it to his own team... <laughs> then those the, those commanders wide receivers have have pretty good value.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. I think even even Antonio Gibson has been doing okay. His first week usage as a receiver, uh, yeah, seven, seven, seven catches was great. But sadly, uh, McKissick has kind of overtaken again as of this week. But you know, Gibson was a wide receiver in college. I think uh, he, he was. Correct. over to running back, so it's. You know, why don't they keep using him as a wide receiver? He did really well in the first week. Seems a little bit strange to me that they're not. But yeah, the the Washington uh, Commanders are, are actually hmm. all right. And against Philadelphia, though, I think Philadelphia yeah. wins. Jalen Hurts will sort them right out. Yeah, I think it's, it's, <laughs> it's going to be a decisive victory. I think there. Uh, so that's all of the teams that we've run through. Um, We've had a good long uh, hour Lots and a half to get worth of discussion there. <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll we'll probably make this this next bit quick. We'll discuss our home dynasty league, I suppose, and, and see where we are. So we've had we've had two games so far uh, so far in the season, and uh, the table is fairly interesting. So down at the bottom, we've got Rohan's team, Game of Thrones. He's he's lost two games there. Um, I mean, going into the season, we were worried about his team. Uh, obviously he's, he leans heavily into the Seahawks and he leans heavily into Tampa Bay Tampa Bay as we've just discussed heavy injuries there uh, the loss of Wilson has rendered the Seahawks practically useless um, <laughs> Clyde Edwards-Alaire's <laughs> had a nice little bit of a, a, a perk up for Rohan though which is which will be okay but yeah, it's, and Cal Pitts as well has been very, very lackluster this season so poor old Rohan's not having a great time of it
1: no, he's he's not like we like we said. I think realistically, I think, uh, Rohan's probably thinking over the next few drafts how to start replacing some of these, you know, some of the older players on his team, and and hopefully some of the Seahawks player players. Either that, or he's hoping to Seattle trade or draft a fantastic quarterback. Um, but yeah, I think unfortunately this year in particular, it will be a bit of a rough year for him. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a massive shame. Um,
0: next up, uh, at one on one. In fact, everybody else is 1-1, one one except me, <laughs> and I'm 2-0. Oh. Just... Uh, yeah. God, it is very tight already, it is isn't it? It is <laughs> exceptionally close. So we've got Sam's team uh, Sam's team down there. He's obviously got Lamar Jackson. He had a phenomenal game. Daryl Henderson's doing okay for him. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's struggling there with, with his wide receivers. Traylon Burks hasn't done what anyone wanted him to do so far. Robert Woods hasn't lived up to the hype. God, it's been pretty good. Uh, Birkhead I mean Oof. and uh, Devon how, how is he even on a roster I <laughs> well, Trevor Lawrence again uh, Trevor Lawrence is doing fairly well there so I think Sam's Q- two QBs are his, definitely his best positions
1: there yeah saw, absolutely soard hopefully for the next six to ten years at quarterback but yeah he's I think with the, the lack of depth at receiver and certainly running back um, if, if Mostert and Henderson are one and two you're in real trouble yeah
0: um, and then we've got James. So Barkley obviously bounced back, which is great. James's QB1, however, is uh, he's, he's sitting there as James Winston
1: QB2 after the Derek Prescott Cowan. injury.
0: Yeah, a yeah. of Prescott's not great, but obviously Swift Swift and Barkley as you want to punch it. Running back's pretty damn good. Uh, he's got a good set of wide receivers as well there, uh, and uh, Harris in the flex spot. But as we were saying, we need the we need the Steelers to do better.
1: Yeah, James's team, I think, is 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 very strong actually. Um, the Prescott injury obviously is massive because, you know, that that drop from him to Winston is 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 massive. You know, Winston obviously only got six points last week, um, so the injury will, I think, affect James to an extent. But I do think I do think he can still complete for playoffs, um, barring any more injuries, especially with the strength of his his top three running backs. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do you want to take
0: Kieran? Elliot and yourself I will
1: yeah so Kieran again one and one as we have discussed Um, we've already mentioned on previous podcasts the epic trade uh, which landed in Patrick Mahomes uh, to pair alongside Kyler Murray so great couple of uh, couple of quarterbacks there uh, running backs we mentioned Miles Sanders is, is doing certainly better um, but then you drop off to, to Josh Jacobs I do think he needs some work there um, especially with the likes of Cam Akers, um not doing too well, CD Lamb, fantastic player, um, but obviously without Prescott, just not not even half the player. And Jerry Judy, unfortunately, did receive a knock in that last game, so that's going to impact um, Kieran to an extent. So very good team, um, but I think I think with the some of the issues he's got running back and lack of depth, I think is certainly an issue. Yeah, definitely. If we move on to Elliot, who has has a lot of elite talent. Um, So we've got Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Um, Second is Jared Goff. So not the greatest quarterbacks, especially with Rodgers obviously getting towards the end of his career. But then we come across to running back Dalvin Cook. Uh, We do think he'll bounce back. Um, Derek Henry, however, I, I must admit I am concerned through two weeks. Um, and then he's got James Connor as well, um, who hasn't done much yet. So I'm expecting him to bounce back. And then Elliot is, I mean, wide receivers are absolutely fantastic. You Justin Jefferson, we we both think he's top three. Debo Samuel is fantastic. He will come good at some point. And then, like we said earlier, the, the steal of most drafts, Amon Ra, St. Brown, um, will be fantastic for Elliot this year. So I think Elliot's certainly a playoff team. Yeah. I agree. I, I, I think he'd he'd have to be exceptionally unlucky to not be
0: huge hit to Elliot though in the, in the form of Trey Lance's injury. That there. is massive. Uh, yeah. But but Goff has been serviceable as as we've said. You know he put up a good good number of points this week and uh, he can probably do so again. And to to prop up Armand Ross and Brown, Elliot's now got the stack of St Brown and Goff. Uh, which is which is as it turns out not a bad stack. Is it? Yeah.
1: Never thought a Detroit stack would be good,
0: but oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> there you go. If you had Swift as well, that, that should be pretty damn tasty.
1: Um and then we've um, got yourself there. Um so I'm yeah, I'm one one as well. Uh, nice win week one, but my yeah, just underperformances in week two. I am pretty reliant on the Broncos, as it turns out. Um obviously I drafted Wilson when he was on the Seahawks. Um and I've now made a big play for Javante Williams, so those two for me are my, my my key pieces. I do think we will make it work. It is just going to take some time. Running back wise, I'm certainly going to strengthen over the next few drafts because after Javante, I do drop to Cordero Patterson, who's he's, he's not bad. Um, and then I've got Kareem Hunt, Chase Edmonds. Um, so yeah, some work to be done at running back. Receivers, it gets much better. Jamar Chase and AJ Brown. There's my one two punch. I absolutely love that. Um, can't go too wrong there so I think I've got a lot of young players that I, I'm hoping get better if that makes sense mm-hmm. um, so I, I think I'll be a playoff team but I think it will probably be in the 5 or 6 spot
0: yeah yeah. No, I think you've got the pieces to definitely make it and uh, on a good day who knows how far you can go um, next up then I guess we've got Lewis uh, who's got Justin Fields your favourite player of all time this is TV 1 <laughs> Not doing very well at all. Then we've got Jonathan Taylor and Christian McCaffrey. Taylor obviously held down to 7.3 points this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I think if you'd said that to any betting man, they would have laughed in your face um, <laughs> as to the odds of, of, of that being the case. Um, two phenomenal running backs. That they're going to bounce back. It's just the way it is. Devontae Adams and uh, DJ Moore as well. Great, great wide receivers there. Amari Cooper seems to be fitting into his position better this week than he did the week before. Uh, Tyler Boyd was unlucky uh, that he didn't do better with with Burrows' uh, mistakes there. Wentz, crazily enough, <laughs> was the highest scoring One of player on his team. <laughs> um, did very very well. Wentz has been doing fairly well recently as well, which is which is really good. Um, obviously is down there on the bench because he's out, uh, but he will make a a nice significant impact for Lewis when he gets back. And uh, at the tight end position, Evan Engram, eleven points there. If uh, Lewis played Engram ahead of Boyd or Devontae Adams, he would have got more points, which is a crazy thing to think about. Um, so yeah, Lewis is, Lewis is pretty solid there. It's just just that QB situation is uh, is not That's the, Yeah,
1: that's the only concern.
0: Um, next up then we've got Alex, who played Tua this week as his QB1, and Tua went off. Uh, right. So it a, a good choice from Alex there. Nick Chubb, phenomenal, as we say, best running back in the league so far this year Antonio Gibson has been doing pretty damn well, um, although he's starting to teeter off a little bit compared to the first week, uh, but if he regains that that wide receiver, semi-wide receiver role, I'm pretty sure his numbers will shoot back up uh, Cooper Cup don't need to say anything about Cooper Cup he's just phenomenal, <laughs> Chris Ukerk Revelation doing exceptionally well Mark Andrews, yeah, second best tight end of the game, after Travis Kelsey, of course. <laughs> uh Michael Carter's been doing pretty well. James Robinson, again, he's he's sticking to that primary uh primary running back job and while ever he does so he'll be very good. Burrow a bit disappointing down at fifteen points.
1: Um so yeah, Alex has got a nice yes yeah, nice Very there. stacked team, Alex. Yeah, he's he's certainly gonna be vying for the championship again, I think. Uh bar an injury, I think he's yeah, he's some absolute powerhouses two massive uh, point generators still
0: on the bench for Alex as well T Higgins and Garrett Wilson this week who would have uh, shot his good Lord, already yeah. high scoring team even higher if they were played in the right positions which is just mental, uh, so yeah Alex has got a, a very good team there um, then we've got the, the reigning champion, Tom at number 2 uh, <laughs> who's who's got a fantastic team, obviously the one-two punch of Alan and Herbert is, is the best in the league I think, so jealous even beyond Mahomes and Kyler um, Aaron Jones is doing really well, and probably will do for the rest of the year given Green Bay's lack of options. Lenny Fournette, great option as well, but probably his last or second to last year. Michael Thomas coming back, fits straight back into his old job. Tyreek Hill, obviously phenomenal. Darren Waller, uh, great great tight end choice there. Ayuk, okay. Um, we've just mentioned the issues with the Seahawks, uh, with the San Francisco 49ers, however with injuries and such so I don't know how good he will be as the time goes on Ezekiel Elliott a shadow of his former self uh, uh, it's probably worth Tom swapping Zeke out potentially even for for Dotson at this stage given that Dotson's on his bench and he's playing very very well
1: um, yeah. But yeah couldn't quite, agree great more team. fantastic team um, he'd be unlucky to to not be in the championship again to be honest just based on the quarterbacks alone
0: yeah crazy
1: Uh, and And then yourself
0: so yeah Jalen Hurts obviously did an incredible job this week Uh, I'm very happy with him Cousins not so good Uh, Eckler and Mixon is my RB1 and 2 as we've discussed Eckler doing okay, not doing too well and Mixon obviously got in a lot of carries but not many yards there which is a bit worrying however we move on to wide receiver we've got Diggs and Waddle and what a pair to have played this week I'm very glad I did uh, over forty points for each of them. Uh, Travis Kelsey, quite quiet for Travis Kelsey, but even with very a quiet. quiet game, still ten. Still points. very good. Uh, David Montgomery, the only piece of the Bears offense worth having, <laughs> did all right. Deontay <laughs> Johnson, fairly, fairly quiet, and uh, yeah, and then down on the bench, obviously Dobbin's still held out. Uh, Brees Halls down there, and Mike subbing in at some point soon. He seems to be getting better, and. Uh, yeah, crazily enough, Corey Davis uh, did a, did all right too. So a few Jets players there that, that were on my bench that I maybe should have started. But yeah, it's going
1: well. Going well for me. Uh, it is going very well. Very high scoring so far. We've four hundred and eleven points through two weeks, which is is very good. Yes.
0: Yeah. That's nice and nice and high, and um, oh. hopefully that continues. But uh, yeah, we'll see see how things go next week. I guess. Um, Nice long episode there, but we had a lot to cover, and uh, we won't leave it so long until the next one. I'm sadly not going to be in Mauritius next week. Uh, <laughs> I am staying in the United Kingdom for the foreseeable. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. any any parting words from you? No,
1: it's. I think it's just it's just nice to be discussing football again. The, the, the first two weeks, from a fantasy perspective and just a NFL perspective, have been absolutely mental. So, I think it's going to be an absolutely fantastic season. Um, and good luck to everyone. Indeed, I'll echo that very much. Then. And uh, we'll speak to you on the other side
0: of